0: offering you the chance to hear a 15 to 20-minute Bible reading each weeknight. The entire Bible, every year. Hear the scriptures, then call in with your comments and questions. This is the best show in the world. Well, actually, I was speaking against everything you were talking about before, and uh, now I I stand humbly corrected. I'm a pastor, and our people really need to know the Word more. The Bible also transformed the life of your Bible Live host full-blooded Apache Indian. Born out of wedlock and abandoned at birth, Soapy Dollar was found in a big city alley by a kind-hearted fortune teller, then passed around to 16 families before he was six years old. Placed in a home for homeless and delinquent boys, Soapy Dollar heard the Bible's life-changing message at the age of eight, and the course of his life was changed. He's an American Indian guitar-play-it-all-around rodeo cowboy.
1: I keep my thumb between the pages and my heart in the book.
0: With more degrees than a thermometer, the and over 40 years of introducing folks just like you to the God of the Bible, here is Sophie Duller.
1: Hello, everyone. Yes, excited about being with you again tonight for the Bible Live Broadcast. How I thank the Lord each and every day for the awesome privilege I have to come and join you each evening, particularly with this program. Whatever else happens as we gather at this hour each and every evening, as long as we read the Scriptures, as long as we get into the Bible, pure and unadulterated as it has been passed to us, We can evaluate that process and find out if this is historically valid and reliable translation and transmission of the Scriptures to us, and I do believe they are. We can read what the writers of the Scriptures wrote in their time, and we can divine for ourselves if this comes from the heart of God. We can see for ourselves if the prophecies are true, if it has the ring of truth, if there's inside and outside consistency. All of that is going to come to bear big time this week. We are going to read the very last book of the Bible, of the New Testament as well, the book of the Revelation of Jesus the Christ. And so I'll be telling you more about that. But right now, we're coming to the last chapters as well of the book of Proverbs for our Wisdom and Worship segment. Tonight, chapter 30 on The Bible Life. Proverbs Thirty One through 14. The message of Agur, son of Jacke, an oracle. I am weary, O God. I am weary and worn out, O God. I am too ignorant to be human, and I lack common sense. I have not mastered human wisdom, nor do I know the Holy One. Who but God goes up to heaven and comes back down? Who holds the wind in His fists? Who wraps up the oceans in His cloak? Who has created the whole wide world? What is His name and His Son's name? Tell me if you know. Every word of God proves true. He defends all who come to Him for protection. Do not add to his words, or he may rebuke you, and you will be found a liar. O God, I beg two favors from you before I die. First, help me never to tell a lie. Second, give me neither poverty nor riches. Give me just enough to satisfy my needs. For if I grow rich, I may deny you and say, Who is the Lord? And if I am too poor, I may steal and thus insult God's holy name. Never slander a person to his employer. If you do, the person will curse you, and you will pay for it. Some people curse their father and do not thank their mother. They feel pure, but they are filthy and unwashed. They are proud beyond description and disdainful. They devour the poor with teeth as sharp as swords or knives. They destroy the needy from the face of the earth. End of reading, Proverbs 31 through 14. Father, the world just fade away.
0: Let me feel your presence in this place. Lord, I've never been... So...
2: This is the Bible Live with Soapy Dollar.
1: And we are back. Beautiful passage from the 30th Proverbs. These last days, now we're coming to the end of the Proverbs, the Psalms, and we finished up the Old Testament, the Hebrew Scriptures, finishing reading the books of Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi, the three post-exile prophets. Malachi written about 430 years before the coming of Messiah. So you have about 400 years of silence there before another prophet who was predicted, John the Baptist, rose to prepare the way for the Messiah himself, Jesus, born in Bethlehem of Nazareth. Now he finished his life and his ministry. He has died. The work of redemption carried through, atoning for our sins. The Spirit of God having come now to dwell in the people of God, those who trust in Christ, and now we have the era of the church. We are still in the time of the church, called the final days, actually. But now the Apostle John, at the end of the first century, writes the book of the Revelation. He is on the Isle of Patmos. He's been exiled there, and he will be writing now about visions that he has of the beauty and the power of Jesus the Messiah when he returns. Let's go now to the Bible Live. Revelation 1-1 through 5:14. Revelation 1, this is a revelation from Jesus Christ, which God gave him concerning the events that will happen soon. An angel was sent to God's servant John so that John could share the revelation with God's other servants. John faithfully reported the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ, everything he saw. God blesses the one who reads this prophecy to the church, and he blesses all who listen to it and obey what it says, for the time is near when these things will happen. This letter is from John to the seven churches in the province of Asia. Grace and peace from the one who is, who always was, and who is still to come. From the sevenfold spirit before his throne. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness to these things. The first to rise from the dead and the commander of all the rulers of the world. All praise to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by shedding his blood for us. He has made us his kingdom and his priests who serve before God his father give to him everlasting glory he rules forever and ever amen look he comes with the clouds of heaven and everyone will see him even those who pierced him and all the nations of the earth will weep because of him yes amen i am the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end says the lord god i am the one who is who always was and who is still to come the almighty one i am john your brother In Jesus we are partners in suffering and in the kingdom and in patient endurance. I was exiled to the island of Patmos for preaching the word of God and speaking about Jesus. It was the Lord's day and I was worshiping in the spirit. Suddenly I heard a loud voice behind me, a voice that sounded like a trumpet blast. It said, write down what you see and send it to the seven churches. Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. When I turned to see who was speaking to me, I saw seven gold lampstands, and standing in the middle of the lampstands was the Son of Man. He was wearing a long robe with a gold sash across his chest. His head and his hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were bright like flames of fire. His feet were as bright as bronze refined in a furnace, and his voice thundered like mighty ocean waves." He held seven stars in his right hand, and a sharp two-edged sword came from his mouth, and his face was as bright as the sun in all its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his right hand on me and said, Don't be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one who died. Look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and the grave." Write down what you have seen, both the things that are now happening and the things that will happen later. This is the meaning of the seven stars you saw in my right hand and the seven gold lampstands. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. You're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. Revelation 2 Write this letter to the angel of the church in Ephesus. This is the message from the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand. THE ONE WHO WALKS AMONG THE SEVEN GOLD LAMPSTANDS. I KNOW ALL THE THINGS YOU DO. I HAVE SEEN YOUR HARD WORK AND YOUR PATIENT ENDURANCE. I KNOW YOU DON'T TOLERATE EVIL PEOPLE. YOU HAVE EXAMINED THE CLAIMS OF THOSE WHO SAY THEY ARE APOSTLES BUT ARE NOT. YOU HAVE DISCOVERED THEY ARE LIARS. YOU HAVE PATIENTLY SUFFERED FOR ME WITHOUT QUITTING, BUT I HAVE THIS COMPLAINT AGAINST YOU. YOU DON'T LOVE ME OR EACH OTHER AS YOU DID AT FIRST. Look how far you have fallen from your first love. Turn back to me again and work as you did at first. If you don't, I will come and remove your lampstand from its place among the churches. But there is this about you that is good. You hate the deeds of the immoral Nicolaitans, just as I do. Anyone who is willing to hear should listen to the Spirit and understand what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Everyone who is victorious will eat from the tree of life in the paradise of God. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Smyrna. This is the message from the one who is the first and the last, who died and is alive. I know about your suffering and your poverty, but you are rich. I know the slander of those opposing you. They say they are Jews, but they really aren't, because theirs is a synagogue of Satan. Don't be afraid of what you are about to suffer. The devil will throw some of you into prison and put you to the test. You will be persecuted for ten days. Remain faithful even when facing death, and I will give you the crown of life. Anyone who is willing to hear should listen to the Spirit and understand what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Whoever is victorious will not be hurt by the second death. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Pergamum. This is the message from the one who has a sharp two-edged sword. I know that you live in the city where that great throne of Satan is located, and yet you have remained loyal to me. And you refused to deny me, even when Antipas, my faithful witness, was martyred among you by Satan's followers. And yet I have a few complaints against you. You tolerate some among you who are like Balaam, who showed Balak how to trip up the people of Israel. He taught them to worship idols by eating food offered to idols, and by committing sexual sin. In the same way, you have some Nicolaitans among you, people who follow the same teaching and commit the same sins. Repent, or I will come to you suddenly and fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Anyone who is willing to hear should listen to the Spirit and understand what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Everyone who is victorious will eat of the manna that has been hidden away in heaven, and I will give to each one a white stone. And on the stone will be engraved a new name that no one knows except the one who receives it. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Thyatira. This is the message from the Son of God, whose eyes are bright like flames of fire, whose feet are like polished bronze. I know all the things you do, your love, your faith, your service, and your patient endurance. And I can see your constant improvement in all these things. But I have this complaint against you. You are permitting that woman, that Jezebel who calls herself a prophet, to lead my servants astray. She is encouraging them to worship idols, eat food offered to idols, and commit sexual sin. I gave her time to repent, but she would not turn away from her immorality. Therefore, I will throw her upon a sickbed, and she will suffer greatly with all who commit adultery with her, unless they turn away from all their evil deeds. I will strike her children dead, and all the churches will know that I am the one who searches out the thoughts and intentions of every person." And I will give to each of you whatever you deserve. But I also have a message for the rest of you in Thyatira who have not followed this false teaching. Deeper truths, as they call them. Depths of Satan, really. I will ask nothing more of you except that you hold tightly to what you have until I come. To all who are victorious, who obey me to the very end, I will give authority over all the nations. They will rule the nations with an iron rod and smash them like clay pots. They will have the same authority I received from my Father, and I will also give them the morning star. Anyone who is willing to hear should listen to the Spirit and understand what the Spirit is saying to the churches.
2: You're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar.
1: Revelation 3. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Sardis. This is the message from the one who has the sevenfold Spirit of God and the seven stars. I know all the things you do, and that you have a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. Now wake up! Strengthen what little remains, for even what is left is at the point of death. Your deeds are far from right in the sight of God. Go back to what you heard and believed at first. Hold to it firmly and turn to me again. Unless you do, I will come upon you suddenly, as unexpected as a thief. Yet even in Sardis there are some who have not soiled their garments with evil deeds. They will walk with me in white, for they are worthy. All who are victorious will be clothed in white. I will never erase their names from the book of life. But I will announce before my Father and his angels that they are mine. Anyone who is willing to hear should listen to the Spirit and understand what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Philadelphia. This is the message from the one who is holy and true. He is the one who has the key of David. He opens doors and no one can shut them. He shuts doors and no one can open them. I know all the things you do, and I have opened a door for you that no one can shut. You have little strength, yet you obeyed my word and did not deny me. Look, I will force those who belong to Satan, those liars who say they are Jews but are not, to come and bow down at your feet. They will acknowledge that you are the ones I love. Because you have obeyed my command to persevere, I will protect you from the great time of testing that will come upon the whole world to test those who belong to this world. Look, I am coming quickly. Hold on to what you have, so that no one will take away your crown. All who are victorious will become pillars in the temple of my God, and they will never have to leave it. And I will write my God's name on them, and they will be citizens in the city of my God, the new Jerusalem that comes down from heaven from my God. And they will have my new name inscribed upon them. Anyone who is willing to hear should listen to the Spirit and understand what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Laodicea. This is the message from the one who is the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the ruler of God's creation. I know all the things you do, that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish you were one or the other. But since you are like lukewarm water, I will spit you out of my mouth. You say, I am rich, I have everything I want, I don't need a thing. And you don't realize that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I advise you to buy gold from me, gold that has been purified by fire. Then you will be rich. And also buy white garments, so you will not be shamed by your nakedness. And buy ointment for your eyes, so you will be able to see." I am the one who corrects and disciplines everyone I love. Be diligent and turn from your indifference. Look, here I stand at the door and knock. If you hear me calling and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal as friends. I will invite everyone who is victorious to sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone who is willing to hear should listen to the Spirit and understand what the Spirit is saying to the churches. You're listening to
2: The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar.
1: Revelation 4. Then as I looked, I saw a door standing open in heaven, and the same voice I had heard before spoke to me with the sound of a mighty trumpet blast. The voice said, Come up here and I will show you what must happen after these things. And instantly I was in the Spirit. AND I SAW A THRONE IN HEAVEN AND SOMEONE SITTING ON IT. THE ONE SITTING ON THE THRONE WAS AS BRILLIANT AS GEMSTONES, JASPER AND CARNELIAN. AND THE GLOW OF AN EMERALD CIRCLED HIS THRONE LIKE A RAINBOW. TWENTY-FOUR THRONES SURROUNDED HIM, AND TWENTY-FOUR ELDERS SAT ON THEM. THEY WERE ALL CLOTHED IN WHITE AND HAD GOLD CROWNS ON THEIR HEADS. AND FROM THE THRONE CAME FLASHES OF LIGHTNING AND THE RUMBLE OF THUNDER. AND IN FRONT OF THE THRONE WERE SEVEN LAMPSTANDS WITH BURNING FLAMES. They are the seven spirits of God. In front of the throne was a shiny sea of glass, sparkling like crystal. In the center and around the throne were four living beings, each covered with eyes, front and back. The first of these living beings had the form of a lion. The second looked like an ox. The third had a human face. And the fourth had the form of an eagle, with wings spread out as though in flight. Each of these living beings had six wings, And their wings were covered with eyes, inside and out, day after day and night after night. They keep on saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, the one who always was, who is, and who is still to come. Whenever the living beings give glory and honor and thanks to the one sitting on the throne, the one who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down and worship the one who lives forever and ever. And they lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, O Lord our God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created everything, and it is for your pleasure that they exist and were created. Revelation 5. And I saw a scroll in the right hand of the one who was sitting on the throne. There was writing on the inside and the outside of the scroll, and it was sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel who shouted with a loud voice, Who is worthy to break the seals on this scroll and unroll it? But no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll and read it. Then I wept, because no one could be found who was worthy to open the scroll and read it. But one of the twenty-four elders said to me, Stop weeping! Look, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the heir to David's throne, has conquered! He is worthy to open the scroll and break its seven seals. I looked and I saw a lamb that had been killed, but was now standing between the throne and the four living beings and among the twenty-four elders. He had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God that are sent out into every part of the earth. He stepped forward and took the scroll from the right hand of the one sitting on the throne. And as he took the scroll, the four living beings and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb. Each one had a harp, and they held gold bowls filled with incense, the prayers of God's people. And they sang a new song with these words, You are worthy to take the scroll and break its seals and open it. For you were killed, and your blood has ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have caused them to become God's kingdom and his priests, and they will reign on the earth. Then I looked again, and I heard the singing of thousands and millions of angels around the throne and the living beings and the elders. And they sang in a mighty chorus, The Lamb is worthy, the Lamb who was killed. He is worthy to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea. They also sang, Blessing and honor and glory and power belong to the one sitting on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. And the four living beings said, Amen. And the twenty-four elders fell down and worshipped God and the Lamb. End of reading Revelation 1.1 through 5.14. For the joy of the
0: Lord is our strength. We bow down and worship Him now. How great, how awesome is He.
2: This is the Bible Live with Sophie Dollar.
1: Wow. Revelation chapter 5 is such an amazing chapter the scene that unfolded before the eyes of the Apostle John in exile on the Isle of Patmos. John is a product of his times, the era in which he lived, his time spent with Jesus the Messiah as he was the youngest of the 12 apostles and he's a product of the scriptures. The creature with the different faces here in this reading tonight reminds us of Ezekiel. It reminds us of Daniel, the visions there of these creatures, these faces. The Spirit of God is moving him. What is surfacing in this vision are the scriptures, his understanding of God, his experience with Jesus the Messiah as a Jewish man living in that first century. We see aspects of all of that Surfacing as he shares this amazing vision. Now, in these first chapters, the focus is the risen, resurrected, glorified Savior, Jesus, the Messiah, and his message to the churches. Now, these seven churches, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, and so on, they are real churches, real cities of that era. In fact, there's a road that goes from church to church. If you followed that road, it would carry you through each of these churches. If you went from the island of Patmos, where John is, up to the mainland in Asia Minor, you would start right off with the city of Ephesus, and the road would continue on through each of these cities to the loveless church, the persecuted church, the compromising church, the corrupt church, the dead church, the faithful church of Philadelphia, and to the lukewarm church there in Laodicea. These cities were real, and each of these have a story. They had settings, they had a history, and God's people in them. The messages make sense in that context. This is the revelation of Jesus, the Messiah. The opening chapters, the dramatic opening (laughs) almost climactic. Of course, climax is going to come as we continue through the book as well. It's such an exciting book, the book of the Revelation, first five chapters tonight. Those of you who have read through the entire Bible with us here on the Bible Live or on your own, you will have a tremendous advantage in understanding this book by the Apostle John because all of this apocalyptic literature, all this apocalyptic language and the symbolisms you will have heard before. You will see clearly that John is a product of the scriptures, the Hebrew scriptures. From this point on, we'll enter into a period of cycles of judgment and uh, cycles of wickedness and humanity, all designed to bring men and women to faith in God. We'll see you next time here Bible on the Bible Life. Live.
2: With Sophie Dollar, Sophie reads from the New Living Translation by Tyndale House Publishers. The Bible Live is dedicated to helping promote spiritual revival across America, and your financial support is needed. Please mail your tax-deductible gift to The Bible Live, Post Office Box 18888. That's The Bible Live, PO Box 18888, San Antonio, Texas, 78218. You may also make credit card donations at the ministry website, thebiblelive.com. Now don't forget...